I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year 1985. Welcome to the week 16 edition of Back to the Future on the Hammer HQ. Go to thehammer.bet right now for all of your sports betting needs. All sports, all the time. Thehammer.bet. Bet. Obviously, subscribe to the Hammer HQ in the Forward Progress channel for all your football needs here on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Doesn't matter where it is, so you can catch myself, Tim, and Jeff every single week talking about our NFL futures portfolio. And Tim, I'm not even sure how it's shaping up. You can hit up Twitter and the Hammer HQ account to see all of the picks so far this season. But I feel like you have a real chance here to end it with a winning pick. If you can just get one more here in the final three weeks, could be over, as you like to say. Where are you going to go? Okay, so I am going to... uh... Between two is the thing. Which way do I play this Detroit Lions future? Because I either take Goff as comeback player of the year or I take Campbell as coach of the year because I think both have a real chance of happening. Uh, I'm going to take Campbell as coach of the year plus 175, I think. Uh, And the reason I'm going to do that is because I think Philadelphia falters a little bit down the stretch the last couple of games. And Detroit makes it, and that's just enough to put the voters into a mood to give Dan Campbell the award. I don't think he deserves it. I wouldn't vote for him, but I'm going to play him. Uh, the other way to go would have been to take Jared Goff as comeback player, but I don't know. I feel like Geno's probably still going to get that regardless. His story is too nice. It almost doesn't matter what he does, unless he really implodes. And even then, uh, I think he's going to win that award. So, yeah, give me, give me Dan Campbell, plus 175, coach of the year. So the one, the two that he likes, Jeff, you have money on one of them with the goof as comeback player of the year. I'm pretty sure Paul behind the camera let out an audible gasp about Dan Campbell. It might have been my audible gasp because I was a little far from the microphone. I don't know if Tim is trying to troll me, playing off a Twitter rant, doing, you know, get, trying to give the content that the people want here. Um, I don't understand this. To bet Dan Campbell right now at plus 175 to me is insane. Insane. Now, Pat, I remember months ago, we were probably doing a golf show. And I said to you, I just started looking at football stuff. And the one thing that I clearly noticed happened is all these, you know, sharps, uh, you know, the guys that seem to get in first on everything, bet Dan Campbell from 60, 80 to 1 to like 30, 20, 18 to 1 to win coach of the year. Before I even started looking at football stuff, that had happened. Now, I don't know what's up with this Campbell number now. I think it's insane. Uh, all those people with those futures, most of them were the same guys telling you to buy the top shots. <laughs> so now they're on the internet trying to like hype this Dan Campbell coach of the year wagon. I'm not buying it. I'm on the golf comeback. I am on this Lions bandwagon. I think Dan Campbell's fantastic. And I think he's fan- even better for the league as a whole. I'm going to stay in this market. Brian Dable, 30 to 1. I now see a way the Giants run the table to finish their season. They end up with 10, 11 wins. That is more impressive based on preseason win totals than anything Dan Campbell did. They were 1 in 7. That's like saying coach of the year from November on, Dan Campbell. No, no. And for Tim, 
it's insane. He must have just wanted to rile me up and good for him. I think it's going to win. I think it's going to win. That's why. The Campbell is 175. He's the second guy on the tout. Now, I do believe it might be hard to even catch Sariani as long as they win one game to finish the season. Because people pretending now, the Eagles were hyped as the season started to win the NFC East. And people would call it the NFC Least. They weren't hyped to do special things. They were just being hyped to win a really shitty division. Um, So it still should be Sirianni. But for Campbell to be plus 175 and Dable to be 30 at DraftKings, that's insane. That's insane. So I I feel strongly about it. Can Campbell win? Sure he can win. But the gap between Campbell and these other candidates is laughable to me. And it's almost like the books don't want any more Campbell money because they took so many preseason futures on him. And even a couple weeks ago when he was 100 to 1, they may have taken some money. And now they're like tapping out that we have to make Campbell so low, we, 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 we don't want people betting a cent on him. That's when Tim comes in to ruin it for all the 100 to 1ers out there. You make That's it sound like when I when I jump on a golf pick. Oh, you know who's very upset with you, Cam. Yeah, but again, the problem is he takes every golfer. If I, how do I avoid his golfers? He he likes everybody. It seems this is true. I hadn't considered that, but like, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a hard game. Like, he he was never least. He was never more upset with you than when you were like, oh, the Gala can't lose. Then he instantly put it in the water. I think the Gala is like 200 to one. Also, I think in the deep portfolio game, a lot of Tim's like higher end payback picks are kind of dying as we get to the finish line. Where like his, his Seahawks to make the playoffs, his Jets to make the playoffs. Some of those five to one plus returns that look so good three weeks ago are all dying on the line and it could just end up being a battle of um you know those singles that were kind of hit throughout uh throughout this whole sucker it's true like washington coming through for you if they can somehow clinch their under tim yeah i think i need them to lose out to do that it's it's and i'll be better prepared for this next year okay well, I just mean like I've never like the concept of looking for a future each week. Like I always like love looking at the futures. I love that we do it. It's just the concept of like committing myself to a bet on a future each week is something that was kind of foreign to me. And the strategy for this contest, um, you know, I probably didn't play well because there were some real opportunities to get some. Oh, I don't know. That Saints division winner pick that that was a real sterling one. Are these... I don't know whether you're mocking me, but if they didn't blow that game versus Tampa, you'd be afraid of me. <laughs> they blow every game. They do. They do. They're not good. They're terrible. They're legit bad teams. They're still better than Tampa. No, they're not. They're if not. They they're not Tampa better than Tampa corn... at all. If they played Tampa on a neutral cornfield in the middle of somewhere, they would win and be favored. Yeah. There'd be a way for Dalton to throw them out of that game too. Anyway, that was back 
to the futures for week 16 a heated edition on the hammer HQ. i want to thank jeff and tim i want to thank you all for watching i'm pat mayo reminder to sub to the channel and the audio podcast and go to the hammer dot bet for all your sports betting needs we'll see you next week